had a uh, good friend that we were talking on the phone at work the other day, and he said that uh, the comment, wonderful world we live in, isn't it? And I could definitely sense the cynicism in his voice because I'm sure anybody that really pays attention to the news or pays attention to politics probably feels the same way. <laughs> I can't. There's no... I don't think if you if you pay attention to that kind of stuff and it doesn't get under your skin, then I believe you might not be human. I'm not sure. But one of the things that... Uh, that... I think uh, I I personally try to keep in mind is that the politics of this world are in very minimal. I mean, granted, to your life and to even federally speaking, they shouldn't have any damn thing to do with you in the first damn place. Just, you know, hashtag libertarianism that 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 there is no reason that the federal government you know, if you figure before news news and before social media, people didn't really know what was going on. The only people that really knew what was going on in the federal government were the people that were stationed in Washington, D.C. You know, <laughs> there's a whole purpose for the Electoral College because people didn't have information to make the votes. So they had this select group of people that wouldn't have information that could make the votes and you know, that's kind of how the system worked. But now we have this abundance of information and I feel like maybe people feel like they should have more involvement in the federal government. But the federal government's only there as a representative of the people. So if your representative is not in the federal government, then there's really little to nothing that you can do about it. Unless you're going to run for Congress. Now, if you want to run for Congress or run for... Uh, Senate and get involved in your federal government, by all means, do that. In fact, there's a, uh, um, out of Rifle, Colorado, uh, Lauren Bobert, I believe is her name. She ran for the uh, congressional district in that area, and she beat out the longstanding uh, Republican candidate, which is pretty cool. Like, I, I mean, she owns a little, uh, she's a hardcore 2A supporter. Um, she owns a little... Um, restaurant there in Rifle, Colorado called Shooters. Uh, feel free to, if you're in the area, support them, check them out. Hopefully they're still open. Um, she was pretty much uh, disobeying the uh, COVID restrictions. And uh, she kind of just said, screw it, we're going to keep running the business, which you know, based on uh, hindsight a little bit, like I was behind it when it started and uh, then I realized that the data was getting convoluted and I realized that people were not taking in these uh, the scientific data with, with a grain of salt. And I get it. <clears throat> I think what a lot of people don't understand is how science works, like actual science, not studies. Studies are a separate part of science. Studies are can be done by anyone you could do a study if you wanted to go out and create a study you could you set it up you could write as long as you write it up and you follow the scientific process you could do a study and whatever your findings are would be true to your study now until the 
scientific community receives that study and can repeat what you just created. It is not fact. It's just a study. So that's the difference. Now, a lot of the uh, stuff that happened, you know, we, we got all these studies coming in and it, science is just like I've, I've listened to a lot of science podcasts and um, shortwave is one of them. And she was saying that she used to be a research scientist. And when she did her her to submit her studies for review, I mean, you're looking at years and years. So if, you know, we're dealing with something in real time and science just is not moving fast enough, like it's just not. So all you have is calculated data that unfortunately you can tell was manipulated either intentionally or non-intentionally. I mean, human error is a thing. So if people are not infallible, so there's a strong possibility that maybe they just screwed up, you know, but then you look at like, how some of these politicians have have laid into Trump over over these uh, these scenarios, and then Trump, I saw if anybody watched the RNC, he completely flipped it around. It was like, look how good we've done. And uh, I did, I was kind of surprised that Melania made a, a point to talk about the human casualties of COVID. I thought that was kind of cool, but uh, I think that all these people that are politicizing it, uh, they're kind of missing the point it's just not that's not the point it it is a disease and thankfully your eyeballs are not melting out of their sockets because if something like that comes around and you're not gonna be able to say i had that back in january i mean it's it's gonna be kind of obvious just saying but this is uh one thing i want to cycle back through all that stress when the Stress of politics or the real world start to weigh heavy on me. A lot of the time, the stars help. I'll, I'll stare at the stars. And if you live in Colorado, it's been a little rough looking at the stars because half the state was burning down. Actually, it's not that bad. It's like 180, 190-ish thousand acres on western Colorado. And uh, we had another smaller fire and then i think there was one up north so several fires going on in in the state so i apologize i think the smoke's going all the way to kansas so if you're in those areas i apologize it sucks Uh, you should try being close to it it's even worse Uh, if you can hear the scratchiness in my voice (laughs) i think that's part of the part of the dealing with the uh the fire in the first place but the reality of it is um nature hash you know slash god however you want to look at it is a existing force good or evil or good and evil if you want to look at it that way and exists without your concern for it so the the fires life will go on despite our inconveniences nature will exist despite our inconveniences and when you think about that i know it's a bit nihilistic but it's like for me it's it's the idea that you can focus on your purpose not what you do but find you know something you enjoy doing a purpose something that brings you happiness brings you fulfillment 
whether it be knowledge or conversation or other people and do that the the stress comes from thinking that you can change things that you can't so if you've got something in your life that you feel is absolutely destroying you you've got two options if it's something you can change change it if it's something you can't deal with it those are it i mean there's really not there's not really a whole lot of play in there so learning to accept and be grateful for the things you can change and and dealing with the understanding what you can't change it's probably one of my favorite prayers i think the wisdom to know the difference but the overall function of it doesn't affect you right so scale yourself out zoom out you know if you're into astral projection jump out of your body look at yourself for a minute go fly really high look at the world for a minute and realize that you know it's not that bad things aren't so bad but i completely relate to the stress it's kind of funny actually because they one of the thoughts i was i was having earlier was that um with this podcast, I've got uh, you know all the social medias fired up: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and looking at other ones too, like Snapchat and TikTok stuff like that. I'm not that creative <laughs> when it comes to physical art, but I can be. I can be, and I I can try, and I'll, I I might definitely give it a go. Um, working on getting a laptop. And uh, microphone for sure. And I'm going to start recording uh, my own music for this podcast. Because it's something I, I, you know, I've been trying to find like MP3s to download for backing tracks and stuff like that. And I have friends that do like DJing and stuff like that. Um, Kid Energy, he's on that. Uh, it's like an 80s DJ mix that I use a lot. That's actually his, his music. But uh, it's not... I feel like I have the ability to play music, so I should just put my own music. I, I don't know why I, it, it just dawned on me that I don't need to find other artists. I can still support them, and I will support other artists, but it's just kind of funny. The um, One of the struggles I've been having, though, is the algorithms on these social media accounts people don't if people don't comment they don't see them and if they don't share from your page they won't see your posts and if you're not sponsoring them then they don't just pop up in the feed i think i reach maybe 70 ish to 100 ish people and i get maybe two reactions um according to the analytics for the at least for facebook so <laughs> That gets frustrating because it's like, well, you know, I I get an invite from somebody's Facebook page, you know, to support their business, support their band, support their, and then, you know, I'll put them on the podcast, I'll talk about them, I'll share them, and then I'll ask them, you know, at the very least, it's like, can I interview you? Can I, you know, get something, kind of content-wise or something like that? And... You know, outside of, you know, the, the occasional reaction, you know, you don't get very little. And there's very little conversation that's 
seems to be made on those posts unless I share them via myself. So <clears throat> what I'm getting at is it's frustrating to try to be trying to do something that's kind of a startup and then feel like you're supporting everybody, but nobody's supporting you. And one of the things that the I was thinking about, it's like, um, you know, I, I try to talk to everybody. Or no, th this is what I was thinking. No one ever wants to talk to me. No one wants to support my businesses. No one wants to support my ideas. No one wants to have my conversations. So as I was thinking about that, you know, this stuff's weighing me down. And then it, it dawned on me. It's like, do I support other people's ideas? Do I engage in conversation? Do I support other people's small businesses? You know, can I do more? I turned that back on myself for several reasons. The reasons why is number one, because first off, if you know where your shortcomings are in life, then you can try to be a better person. It kind of helps you. And typically the things that you find negative in other people are shortcomings in your own life. They're negative aspects of what you see in yourself. So if you, if you have somebody and I, and it's almost always consistently the same way, um, I can't even even when I think absolutely no way in hell am I like this person and then I start to think oh how do they and then I start to relate to that person I start to see myself in that person and then I'm like wow yeah I really fucked that up so it's it's kind of an important thing to challenge yourself and I honestly and I tell you the only reason I tell anybody this is that if you can start to see where you fall short you'll start to understand the issues of the world a little bit because we're, <laughs> we're not perfect. I mean, none of us, you're just, you're not perfect. I don't give a damn who you think you are. You ain't perfect. You, you are a fallible human being. You're, you know, if you, <laughs> and I know like, I'm not trying to offend the creationists by any mean, but you are a, you are a bumbling, stumbling monkey. You know, you, you, you are an animal and through whatever miraculous, uh, miracle happenstance, you know, we've managed to become more than that. You know, I always like, I like, there's a t-shirt out there that uh is a the evolution t-shirt so it's got the monkey you know the ape and then he's gradually getting bigger and he becomes kind of a hominid and then at the end it's a alien having sex with the monkey or with the ape <laughs> and then the next one's a human <laughs> so i i think those are kind of funny um but yeah you know, this, this world is, uh, outside of our control. So your best bet is to hunker down, uh, spread love in your immediate circles, uh, have some good conversations, drink some great whiskey, drink some great wine, have some good beers, enjoy the people that enjoy you and find some kind of patience in what they are and in turn, you'll find patience in who you are.
Hello, my fellow humans, my human fellas. Have you ever been interested in possibly doing real estate or becoming a real estate investor yourself? Maybe you doing a fix and flip or you have a property you want to sell. If you're in the Denver, Colorado area, you can contact Tim Holly at timholly.jparmodernre.com or text TBD to 720-664-4205. That's TBD to 720 720- Six six four four two zero five. Just a couple few final thoughts as I close out this episode. One uh, is that I've got several people lined up for conversation about uh, some economics discussions. One of the big things that seems to me like me and me and my wife talk about it a lot is that you get often economics falls in line with profits over people it's it's a fairly consistent deal when people talk about economics they always weigh the cost analysis of human life to a dollar amount and this is this is a weird dynamic to me because it doesn't fit in my personal reality of all life matters so it's 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 always difficult for me to understand the economic fallout of something if it's going to potentially save people's lives or make their lives better the um with a lot of uh and i've been looking a lot of uh, of, uh, keysian economics it's kind of interesting with keys because he um, he actually had a lot of nuance to him, but yet there's a, there's a weird dogma that got tied to you know him being a socialist. I think he actually considered himself a socialist, but he was not necessarily like he believed in traditional economics, like the the overall economics. But he was trying to ease the the, the pits and falls that come with economics through um, potential government intervention and government you know, could come in, kind of keep things for afloat, kind of like a little bit with what we're doing with COVID. They're trying to keep things afloat a little bit and then remove themselves. It's the problem right there is that they never completely remove themselves. Once government gets involved, they don't get the hell out, which is the struggle. So, you know, you can use the economic power of a government, especially a wealthy government like the U.S. government, to to apply and help alleviate certain downfalls of the economic structure but the problem is they don't leave (laughs) and if you know how government works they just make it worse and worse until it falls apart so that's but uh there's a few conversations i've got people lined up we're gonna we're gonna talk about that a little bit and uh gonna have some resource-based economy stuff uh if anybody's ever heard of the venus project First initially heard of them in Zeitgeist, which was and maybe a mid-90s film, maybe even earlier than that. Really good. Uh, I don't know. That was kind of my first step into uh, like uh, the corruption of, of, of the people in power kind of thing. But there was a uh, 
the zeitgeist movement separated from Venus Project, and they just had different um, beliefs and structure uh, ideologies. So they kind of did their own thing. And Jock Fresco went on. Guy's pretty amazing. I'll probably talk about him. I thought he was really. I don't know, just a, he's a, considered himself a futurist. Kind of where I got the, well, not kind of, that is where I got the term futurist from. It was from him. And the a lot of what he said uh, spoke to me on a fundamental level. And it's like all things, nothing works because of the human X factor, which is also something that we'll end up talking about. Either way, I hope this podcast finds you in good spirits. I hope that you guys have strong hearts, strong minds, and understanding or willingness to understand. And I hope that uh, I'll hear from you soon. Download the Anchor app at anchor.fm. Look me up on here and let's have a conversation. Let's start this up. You can even just, if you want to send me a voicemail, I'll put it on there. And uh, if you just got any ideas about this episode or any ideas about how to or what your thoughts are on economics or maybe how to fix our current economic situation, be curious to know. Hit me up or you can find me at uh, TBD. It's podcast thing on Facebook or TBD underscore podcast underscore thing on Instagram or at TBD podcast thing on Twitter. Get this conversation rolling. Have a good day. Take care.